Hi guys, so this is Rain of Rain Vlog from the from the. Hello, Hi everyone, this is Rain of Rain Vlogs from the Philippines. Yes, this is going to be my first time reading myself and talking with you guys. Because in this video, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the tips I know on how to learn the Korean language. Well, so, because of what is happening right now, the pandemic that we are experiencing, many people, you know, try to discover their talents, try to discover things that they can do. But one thing for sure, many are staying at home to hear the call of our medical frontliners. Salute to you and to your hard work. And as we stay at home, we enjoy watching videos on demand like on YouTube, Netflix. Because of that, many people are being um, familiarized with some of the Korean dramas. And you know, some of my friends keep on telling me like, Rain, I do hope that in the latter or in the future, I can be able to watch Korean dramas without knowing the subtitles. And you know what? It's really, really comfortable when you are familiarized with the language and as you start watching the dramas or the movies without any subtitles. That's why I'm making this video so that you, may, you might be able to know some of the tips. I know I'm not speaking on behalf of the foreigners who were able to study Korean language. Hence, I am just speaking for myself. So, if you think I did something um, incorrectly, you may leave it on the comments down below. Let's help together in sharing our talents and skills. Number one, know the difference between hunger and hangugo. So many people are wondering what is the difference between the two. And yes, some are kind of like confused about it. Well, I really know many who are like, Rain, can you please teach me hunger? I was like, oh, so you were pertaining to the alphabet. No, I'm talking about the language. No. Hunger is actually the Korean alphabet, while Hangugo is the language itself. Again, Hangul, Hangugo. Hangul, Hangugo. Hunger, Hangugo. Again, Hunger and Hangugo are different. Number two, don't be dependent too much on using romanization. In this part, maybe many will disagree, but well, to be honest with you, even during my times in studying Korean language, I did use um, romanization. But it's just because for me to be able to get familiarized with the correct pronunciation of the alphabet and not of a certain vocabulary. The only way to do that is to write the certain Roman alphabet so that you'll be able to memorize or you'll be able to get familiarized with the correct pronunciation of that certain alphabet. And it's good. But learning the language, the vocabularies and everything by using romanization will give you actually a wrong pronunciation of the words. One perfect example is the car, a very famous car brand. The correct pronunciation of that is Hyundai. 
Hyundai. Hyundai. But because of romanization, many people thought it's Hyundai. Hyundai. Hyundai? Hyundai. Know the difference. Number three, keep on practicing. Well, a certain pop star on her concert told her fans this one. Quote, I do not believe in the saying practice makes perfect, but I do believe in the saying practice makes permanent. End of quote. Yeah, she's correct though. If you keep on looking to perfection, then there's no room for you to improve because you always pressurize yourself. You have to go with the flow. You have to be in the process. Like, there's no need to rush when learning the language. It's an unfamiliar language and at the same time their characters the, the certain alphabet is also unfamiliar to you so there's nothing wrong when you learn it in a slow way it's just for you to make it or it's just for you um, you just have to keep on practicing for you to be able to make a permanency to that number four don't get scared when committing mistakes because you know what failure is part of learning well Many people are saying, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Well, sometimes it happens, but in learning, failure is part of the process. If you see failure as one of your stepping stones to success, then you'll be able to do what you wanted to do. And because of what is happening right now, I started thinking, should I teach Korean, by the way? Or just the basics? To be honest, I am not in the position yet to teach the language because I didn't take my topic yet. Well, because of what has happened due to the pandemic and yeah, currently I'm in a quarantine as much as I wanted to take the topic or the test of proficiency in Korean language. The situation that is happening hinders me to do that. But I believe at a certain time I'll be able to do it. Just to like, you know, I just really wanted to now, like I, I started to wonder should I teach Korean, by the way? Just the basics, and I think it can help. Maybe for some, <laughs> but yeah. Leave down the, to the comments below if you wanted me to teach some of the basic Korean so that I can help you guys. Many people, or many, well not many, but maybe some of you are might, are might wondering right now. How am I able to learn Korean language? Or how was I able to go to Korea? Well, I got this certain scholarship. I passed a scholarship way back in 2016. So yeah, many people didn't know that I'm going to be going in Korea. So when I left, no one knew that I'm going to be going in Korea. Then on early 2018, I came back and they're like, oh my gosh, for two years, where have you been, Rain? Then they were all surprised I started speaking, you know, Korean language. And on the program that I got, well, I think it's not just on my program, but I think the majority of the foreigners who are you know who are aspiring to study in Korea or like to those who are wanting to apply for an exchange program foreigners are kind of like required to study or to take the Korean intensive language courses take note it's intensive intensive means for certain hours we are not allowed to talk in our own native language or we are not allowed to communicate using English so at first you know I was really shocked because to be honest I really don't know Korean at all ever I really don't know how to speak just you know the simple mispronounced that's the only two words that I know before I went to Korea and the journey started so for the first week we were 
like we were um well first week is just like five days four hours of four hours a day so for five days four hours a day we started learning the alphabet all of them actually and we started reading the Korean alphabet. Ka, na, ta, ra, ma, pa, sa, a, cha, cha, ka, ta, pa, ha. Those vowels, those sounds. Yeah. Then after a week, we started reading. We started writing more and more. And to be honest, I really wanted to poke fun of my penmanship because, you know, I really did look like a kindergarten learning once more. <laughs> I really have an ugly penmanship before <laughs> while learning Korean. And yes, the pressure is there because you know, it's intensive. So we, I was like, how am I gonna be able to learn the language just by being dependent on the Korean training, the Korean language training. So I started getting familiarized with the Korean dramas. At first I was watching it with subtitles. Then I tried doing the what we call shadowing. Shadowing is that if you, now that I am familiarized with um, the alphabet itself, I am going to be trying to listen to a certain words or a certain dialogue. And if I am confident enough to um, guess the word, I'm going to be trying writing it. Well, not just about the confidence, but regardless of right or wrong, for as long as you try to practice your listening skills and writing skills, there's nothing wrong with that. Shadowing is one of the best so far. I use neighbor dictionary to confirm if I did write the word correctly or not. Well, because you know, search engines are like, if you mistype a certain word, they will show some suggestions. Maybe you're looking for this one, then the bottom part is a search instead for the one you typed on the keyboard. So you try writing it in you know, the, Korean, the Korean way, then you search it on the internet if this word certain if a certain if this certain word exists and if it does then that's a time you put it on the sticky notes so that you'll be able to remember everything then yeah i started listening or you know being exposed to the korean music not just k-pop but k-ballad because you know one of the most underrated genre of music in Korea is actually R&B. Many people are singing R&B in Korea and they're really really good. Well, I like um I was able to witness many people doing busgangs outside like along the streets of Gangnam of Hongdae on the subway even in Seoul stations, Seoul and many people are doing busgang and they are really really good in singing R&B ballads so like they can really catch your soul, they can really catch your emotions. And because of that, I even tried doing shadowing by listening to K-ballads because you know, K-pop, there's nothing wrong with listening to K-pop, but as a learner during that time, like I was kind of like having a difficulty because the words are really fast. Well, to be honest, even up to now, now that I am here in my country for almost three years since I came back, as like um, I'm having already a difficulty in speaking straight Korean. I am no longer using Korean as my medium or main medium of communication. Well, no one speaks Korean in my city. Well, except for a person that I met. And well, he's in Korea right now because of his military duties. But all in all, I wasn't able to use my language. I mean, I wasn't able to use my Korean skills the moment I came back because no one, well, no Koreans are living here in my city, by the way. But still, Thanks to Kakao Talk, 
I'm still able to communicate with my friends, well, even on Instagram and the Messenger. I'm still able to communicate with them using Korean language. But to be honest, in speaking, I think I already failed because, you know, that's what I've said. I am no longer using Korean as my medium of communication. But yeah, that's what I've said a while back. Practice makes permanence. So I'm going to be doing it again and again. And I think as I try to teach you everybody on how to like um, pronounce the or what are the Korean vowels and consonants, then I think I'm going to be able to learn it again down the process. This is Rain and thank you for watching for my videos and I hope to see you soon. Bye.